Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Rebellious D. And uh, I said always, and I was only talking about one because Trav is on a secret mission right now. You know, me and D, as some of you guys know, we're members of the Akatsuki. You know, uh, I yes. put on the voice, D. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm Kisame, and uh, D, tell everybody ah, who you are. This is Toby. That's right. Ah. That's right, Toby. And, and Data is somewhere around you right now. And uh, yeah, we sent Trav on a secret mission because he wants to join the Akatsuki. And, uh, yeah, we sent him to get the six-tailed beast. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he returns next week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and hopefully, we'll Hopefully he didn't get taken out, but... You know, the reason why we sent Trav on that mission is because he's not a member of the Akatsuki yet. And joining us on today's episode is somebody else that is a member of the Akatsuki. And that is voice actress Dorothy Fawn, who voices Kanan. And uh, yeah, so we're going to give her a call. But before we give her a call, please make sure that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You subscribe and follow us on Spotify. And uh, you leave us a comment and you let us know why you love us. And if you hate us, then tough luck because we're going to take you out because that's what the Akatsuki does. You've been trapped in our Genjutsu. (laughs) Now here's a word from our sponsors. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. Usually, D, he's uh, my Toby when we do the Akatsuki, and uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. And, you know, I had to put on the robe. I don't have my makeup on. I don't have my uh, (laughs) wig and all that stuff. But uh, joining us today is a legend in the voice acting game, and that is Miss Dorothy Fawn. Dorothy, how are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you doing? Hey, I am doing fantastic. Or D, should I put on my Kisame voice? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? <laughs> Things all here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, we're down a man right now. Uh, terrific Trav. Uh, he is uh, on a secret mission right now Ooh. to, uh, you know, because we're trying to get him into the Akatsuki. So he's a doing secret a secret mission. mission. Wow. Yeah, Sounds maybe. mysterious. Yeah, hopefully he survives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll and uh, Trav usually has a tip of the day, so I'll give a tip of the day. Um, if you are ever on a mission to try and stop the Hidden Leaf Village, always make sure that you go with more than just one person. Because if you go with the whole crew, you know what I'm saying? You go with the whole crew, you can take everybody out. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into this thing. So uh, Mrs. Fond. Uh, the first question that I ask each and every guest up here on uh, Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is, what is your origin story? Every hero or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Tell everybody how you got into the world of professional voice acting. Um, okay. I've actually told this story before because it's uh, it's not normal um, in like the world that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that uh, came up with me in voiceover in like the early 90s 
Um, we're just actors, stage actors, uh, commercial actors, you know, doing stuff like that. Like, I mean, you know, like Wendy Lee and um, I don't know what Joshua Seth was doing, but a lot of us just were, were doing that. There was like uh, original animation on TV. I don't know, uh, He-Man or whatever was on. And those people were doing that. And that was that. Um, and so I like anime wasn't even on the radar. It wasn't really even around yet. So voiceover wasn't even something that we thought to pursue, you know, as a career. It really wasn't a career to uh, in my mind. So um, we were just pursuing, you know, chugging along. I'm doing plays and musicals all around, blah, blah, blah. Tom, I don't know if you know that I'm married to Tom Fon, the voice of Agumon in Digimon. Uh, oh. Yeah, Lilymon and Agumon are married. Okay, it's weird. <laughs> but um, but so we met in college at Cal State Long Beach in the theater department. We were doing plays, and, you know, then after college we got married and started doing our thing. And he's working at this um, film company called Empire Films. And, nice. uh, yeah, he's, like, in the mailroom or something, just, you know, doing some job because we, you know, had to survive. And the guy that he was working with named Victor Garcia uh, came up to him one day. They'd been working for a while, him and his little crew of guys. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I know you guys are actors, you and uh, your friend Steve over there does funny voices. And I got this project from Japan. Uh, it's like a Japanese cartoon. And uh, they want to dub it into English. And uh, so, I, so I need actors to do that. Would you, would you be interested? And he's like, yeah, sure. And, he, and he's like, yeah, well, your wife is an actress too, right? Dorothy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need her too. Um, and Steve, you, funny voice guy, you want to be in it too? And he's like, yeah, sure. That was Steve Bloom, by the way. Ooh, uh, yeah. The origin story for Steve Bloom. Uh, so that thing fell into our lap from out of wow. nowhere. Uh, it was like the beginnings. Like we started out with um, like Macross and Robotech and Orgus was the yeah. one that I remember the most um, back in those days. Just these, you know, first projects that came over. And uh, so there were no like dubbing actors at the time that anyone knew about. So we just like started grabbing actor friends. And then we had this little group of like, I don't know, maybe 50 voice actors who just got cast in everything back then because there was no pool of uh, of anime dubbing actors. Uh, and by the way, no one knew how to do it. Yeah, it was like being thrown in the pool and saying, "Okay, swim." Yeah, <laughs> it was I like, mm -hmm. "Wow, it's a wild, wild west, baby." Um, and this was in the day before before beeps. <laughs> oh wow! You know, we'd we'd watch the scene. And, you know, watch the time code and then they play it back and you'd be like, uh, OK, <laughs> wow. you know, it was like super crazy. Uh, oh, the heat is on now. I can take this off. Um, but yeah. And so it just snowballed from there, from like, you know, one or two projects from Victor and a few more from Victor. And he's like, oh, and um, this guy, Kevin Seymour, has a studio out in uh, I don't know where, Pacoima or something. And uh, he's got some projects coming in now, too. So you guys need to work over there now. So suddenly we were working all the time from that, like, first one. And, like, five years after that, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. We're just constantly. That was it. That's how we got it. Me and my husband and our whole family, basically, got into uh, anime dubbing and then games and, you know, ba-boom. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, great. Well, now is like gigantic. There's like yeah. a bazillion 
voice actors to do dubbing and anime and, and games and all that stuff. Now, oh, if yeah. I was starting out now, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I feel really lucky. Yeah. yeah um, some of our, you know, our older guests and things have told us about auditioning through newspaper ads and, and stuff like that we've gotten too. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I think it was Robert Boxtall, uh, one of the, you know, X-Men, the 90s X-Men cartoon. I think uh, he he told us a story about having to drive across town to audition for something. Yeah, not and having just, a cell phone back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, he had to drive back across town because his agent asked him if you know he wanted to try it, and it mm -hmm. was just um, it's just crazy how far things have come. You know, you look you oh, yeah. forward to now, and it's, it's yeah. everywhere. But yeah, back then it was uh, you know, you'd get a call to audition for something, and you'd have to drive to the studio and they would have sides there and you would look at the sides while you're there for like five minutes and then go in and do the thing. Now you don't have to leave the house. They email you the sides for the audition. You know, you just record it from home and send it in I mean, way that's, easier. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine that not having to go anywhere to audition. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing bad about that is that there's no one to direct you in your audition. You know, they can Ooh. give you the directions, you know, with your sides. You know, this character's like this and blah, blah, blah. And so she looks like sometimes they'll send you a link to the Japanese so you can see what they're doing. Because sometimes they want you to, um, to match the Japanese as much as possible. Sometimes they just want your take on the character. But, um, but yeah, when you're doing it on your own... You're not getting input from a director. Like when you actually go to the audition, they'll go, oh, that was great. Can you do a little more of this? And it's like kind of helpful, but it's a trade-off. <laughs> so something that I wanted to ask is because, you know, how you were just mentioning how the voice acting game has changed compared to how it was back then. Um, like, did you have any people that are in the voice acting field now who were fans of yours and, uh, if they were fans of yours, like what was some advice that you gave them to help them on their journey in voice acting? Well, I mean, I, I try to give advice to people that like I meet at conventions and stuff. Like if if me and Tom do a panel, we do one that's about uh, about voice acting. And, um, you know, it's it's more of a struggle now, I think, to get started in voiceover. Um only because, you know, we basically were given this gift of, yeah. here, you're going to do this. Um, whereas now, you know, you need to be, like, on the top of your game in order to be competitive. Because it's so competitive now. There's a fire engine coming by. Can you hear it? Yeah, we can hey, hear it. Hey, be careful. <laughs> hey, hey, it, might, hey, it might be moosing. It yeah. might be moosing. Hey, be careful. Watch it. Easy, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we tell them, you, you, you like, A, you cannot just make your own demo. Like, I have GarageBand. I'm going to make my own demo. No, 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 no. The, the competition is too much. If you really want to do it, you need to prep. You need to take acting lessons. You need to take voice acting classes. You need to take singing lessons. Talk mm. about expanding your vocal range and learning how to breathe right and just all that. Just class, 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 class. And then when you get to the point where, you know, where your teachers feel like, okay, you're ready to make a demo now. I think you've got your range and your characters and, um, and don't just throw it together. Like so, somebody said to me, so, so my demo should be like five minutes. And I'm like, Oh God, no, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's got five minutes to listen to your demo one minute. Okay. Oh, wow. The best of you in like 
10 second spurts at the most. If you go over that, they're going to be like, okay, I heard, I heard that one already three voices ago. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's just so many, so much more that you have to do. I mean, we already were, were actors at the time. So we had that going for us. Mm -hmm. We knew how to act and I was already a singer at that point. So, you know, that was good. Um, but yeah, just, you, you gotta be on it and, uh, make a really great demo. <laughs> so something else I wanted to piggyback on before I pass the ball to D when you had said that you want to, you know, practice your skills with singing and whatnot. I remember a lot of animes back in the day, you used to have voice actors that would sing the opening songs or the closing songs for anime. Is that something that voice actors still do today? Because most of the time when you watch animes now, uh, you usually yeah, just have the original, uh, song from the Japanese version, but I just yeah. wonder, like, I mean, is that something that voice actors still do today? Yeah. I mean, not as often as just keeping the Japanese. I mean, the, the Japanese is great. It sounds great. Yeah. There's, yeah. you know, there's really no reason, but once in a while they will redo it. So it's an English for the English dub, um, you know, and a lot of us sing. So they just, you know, get whoever, uh, but here's the thing, like, like I sing and Wendy Lee sings and people sing, but there are voice actors out there now who are like, like, I can't even imagine this. It's like their whole entire existence is voiceover and, and recording and working and promoting and, and just a constant thing. And to me, yes, that's great. And I do do that, but I also have a separate life, like, you know, with me and Tom and we have our kid and yada, yada. Um, that's an interesting choice because when I was in my twenties, I thought, Oh God, I'm never gonna have a kid. What a pain in the neck. But now that I've, I've had a kid, it's like, Oh my God, don't rob yourself of that experience, you know, in favor of your career, you can have a career and have like a ch experience that, that thing in life. That's so wonderful. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's people that are just going, going, going 24 seven. This is all I do. And, uh, and a lot of them, uh, focus on on singing and recording uh, original songs or cover songs and recording English versions of of Japanese the, the versions of the you know on the anime and uh, and they're great and they're really great uh, but I don't think it's necessary <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. but hey you know God bless them they're getting another paycheck right yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's always a balance you don't want life to pass you by no matter what your profession is really. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, uh, you, I mean, it's basically just being a workaholic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There's work and there's being a workaholic, and you got to yes. find the balance. Yes. You know. That's sure. something that D tells me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. I tell him you need a hobby. That's right. Miss um, Dorothy, I wanted to know you told us a little bit about, or basically your, your, back, your origin story of uh, mm -hmm. voice acting. But could you tell us how you got into just acting in general? Was it a family thing or was it like, I'm going to go jump off a limb and try acting? What, you're you're not going to believe this. You're not even going to believe this. Um, so, right. Voice acting just kind of fell in our laps. When I was a child, um, I was really into art. I was a really very good artist. I mean, I still could be if I like had the energy to even do it anymore. You need a hobby too. So. But I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I was constantly drawing and, you know, just all the time. That's what I wanted to do as a kid. I'm thinking that's what I want to do when I go to college and I want to be an artist. And, uh, 
So I'm in elementary school and I, I was a smart kid. I'll just, I, I might lost my brain cells along the way, but in elementary school, I was very smart. And, um, so when it came time for them to do the little elementary school plays, they just gave me the lead female roles because they knew I could remember the lines. Mm, I, I was good at memorization. Like in class, you know, you have to memorize this long poem and, you know, recite it to the class and blah, blah, blah. So they're like, okay, she can, she can memorize. So we'll give her the lead in the play. So, so again, dropped in my lap, you know, and uh, I did the best I could. I, you know, when you're in elementary school, how good are you really? But um, uh, I remember I was the, the Empress of Japan in mm. the Japanese play and I had chopsticks in my hair and uh, I was exiting at one point and we had these chicken wire trees that had like, you know, green um, tissue paper stuck in to be like mm. leaves and a chopstick got stuck in the chicken wire and I'm trying to exit the stage. like yeah. <clears throat> That was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is crazy. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Until I got to high school and I found that I really enjoyed it. And that's when I started pursuing uh, theater and I got, you know, got into musicals and all that. So uh, Tom, my husband, he, he wanted to be an actor from the moment he saw Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon, I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to piggyback off of the question that Dee asked and you know, when it comes to acting, like, say, for example, if you never would have, you know, pursued voice acting seriously, if you were still acting, like, what would have been, like, a movie that you would have had loved to star in? Uh, a movie? To mm-hmm. star in a movie? I can't even imagine. I don't even, Like, I what's even... one of your favorite movies? And you're just like, man, I would have had loved to have been in that movie. Well, let's see. Um, I can't remember this girl's name. I'm okay. First of all, here's another thing. I am terrible with names. Really, really bad. Bad with names. Even characters. I can't remember the names. Yeah. Um, there's this girl in Thor in the Marvel movies who she's like this like techie girl and she's wearing this little like ski cap and she's like, you know, the you know, sidekick. She's not a lead. I would be her. Oh, um, isn't it is it Mercy? No, I, not Mercy. I don't know. I don't know what her name is. She's like Jane's friend in yeah. Thor, and the dude, right? And she's another oh, one too. Marcy, Marcy. there right, we Marcy, go. Okay. Yeah. I would be Marcy. <laughs> I, can, I mean, honestly, I can see you pulling that off too because yeah. of the personality and the look. I can see yeah. that. Very I mean, I, I love Marvel. I love you know Marvel. I love Star Wars. I love Star Trek. I'm like just all about all that stuff. And I mean, I'd like to be in, in anything. Star Trek or Star Wars ever too. Oh, those Star Trek, the newer ones with uh, mm-hmm. Chris Pine, those are really that is a great update on the class. Oh my god, yeah, they're so great. But um but, but A, for the most part, um all the people that I see not in well, not in Star Wars, because you got a lot of creatures. And I don't want to be in a yes. creature costume. Don't want to <laughs> be that. Um, but like in Star Trek, uh no one might um no one my height is cast very often, um, unless they're a creature, because I'm very short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're below like five five, five six, you're not going to get cast in that. You just aren't yeah, uh, because because the leads are all way up here. So if you're way down there, it's just not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> that's another reason why I was really happy 
that voiceover happened because uh, you're not limited as a stage actor. You're limited to what you look like. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I mean, uh, eventually I was going to age out of the ingenue parts that I just kept doing over and over again. Um, but, uh, you know, like, like Becky Forstat, she's like, I don't know how old she is now, but she still does teenage girl voices and she could never do that on stage, you know, or on camera, but as voiceover, you can do it. Oh my God. For the rest of your life. <laughs> I think I went off on a tangent. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, no. We, hey, we love the snowballs yeah, up here. That's you know? what we do here. And, and before I pass it back to you, D, I got to ask because yeah, sure. you, you say that you love the Marvel movies. What's mm -hmm. your favorite Marvel movie? <gasps> How can you even ask that? Oh it's my a hard God. question. There's so many. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't know. Um, God. Oh, my God. I mean, don't say throw in the dark world. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Well, okay. I, I love uh -oh. the first Iron Man movie because you know, it's the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. And, um, I love anything with Captain America in it because I love Captain America. They um, cast him well too. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, I just saw again and I hadn't seen it since it came out. Um, Captain Marvel. Mm. And you know what? That was really Great. I like the whole plot with the scrolls and uh, the cat that's not really a cat. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's something that I love in like every single one of them. I don't know. I, I can't pick. I can't pick. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. So I want to spend the question, kind of what Banks asked you about if you could be in a movie, what movie? But I want to ask you if you weren't voice acting or acting, what do you think your profession would be? Well, that would go back to being an artist. Mm. I would probably, I would probably pursue that more. Um, I, you know, I had this natural talent, and yeah. my my parents sent me to a a couple of different art classes during different ages. Okay, uh, and then I I took art in you know middle school and high school, and I had um, you know there's students students that got to be have an art show. And we had our stuff, you know, displayed and whatever. And that was totally great. And so if the acting thing never happened at all in any way, I would have pursued being an artist or graphic artist or something, okay. you know. Now, <laughs> I have to piggyback because I'm a bit of an artist myself. What's your medium? Like, what did you work with? Just pencil, graphite, charcoal? What was it? Um, uh, mostly pencil. Okay. Uh, it was, it was a, there's this guy on, uh, on Instagram. His handle is Zock Art, I think. Yeah. And he does the kind of stuff that I was doing when okay. I was like in high school with like charcoal and pencils and like photorealistic uh, portraits and, and things like that. That was really great. But in high school, they taught us some really great stuff. Like I got into uh, painting with acrylics and uh -huh. uh, even um, silk screening and just all this great stuff. Wow. It was just, yeah, the, the media that's out there now, though, too, with, uh, Digital? Yeah. Oh my yep. God! Yeah, it's very. Uh, ah, I would love to like look into that someday. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's just interesting how many ways you know. Again, um, uh, evolution. Same thing with how you got into voice acting then versus mm -hmm. now. It's just mm -hmm. uh, it's fun to see the evolution of things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh, did you have something that you wanted to say, Mrs. Fun? Uh oh, there was one other thing that I oh, remember. That we learned, eh, either way, I don't care. <laughs> um, we did engravings also with Ooh. this. It was this, um, I don't know what the media was called, but we had this this metal 
tool that would like scoop it out and you would create these things and then like use them to make a print. So it would be like backwards of what you did or something like that. No, yeah, not something, that. Like, but something like what you do with clay. It was really yeah, it was super but, uh, fun. Really yeah. great. So much great stuff. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Um, something that I have found that I enjoy later in life, especially now going to cons, is I make generally all my masks and I, it's paper mache. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's such a, a basic technique, you know, and it's, it's just fun. It's again, yeah. a hobby. Um, oh, yeah. Very, very cool. Art is a, a great media, just an outlet, should I say. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I feel like everybody should have some kind of creative outlet, whatever it is. Yeah, Art, because it can just music. take away so easily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's a great diffuser, I'd say. So the next question that I wanted to ask, because D had mentioned, you know, conventions and like I had mentioned earlier when we met you at a convention, I want to know, like, what have been some of your favorite moments from going to conventions over the years? Do you have any fun stories? Um, you know, I mean, the, uh, OK, there are like little stories here and there. Um, but there's one weird story. Uh, we were at this convention in Minneapolis, I think it was. And, um, you know, it was the it was the usual, you know, big tons of people, a lot of cosplayers, a lot of people in like dinosaur costumes and stuff. And there <laughs> yeah. were um, uh, we we went up to to go back to our room at one point and the the hallways in this hotel. I mean, it's really nice hotel, but the hallways were very dark. It had like like mm-hmm. mood lighting or something. And our yeah. our room was like about halfway down the hall. So we get off the elevator and we turn down our hallway. And at the very end of the hall, there were two giant Pikachus. Those giant inflatable <laughs> Pikachus, one on either side, and they were leaning in, looking at us. And Holy I'm like, snap. I'm like, huh, play the Pikachus. Oh my God, where's our room? Oh my God, get me yeah, out of here. It's freaking yeah, me out, man. It's like, it was like the shining or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was so freaky. Oh, <laughs> that, is, that is funny. Good. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> Instead of like instead of like in uh, Friday the thirteenth where Jason is like you got the Pikachu saying (laughs) 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 Oh man. Oh my god, yeah, it was it was a little weird. All right. Yep, yep. Ms. Dorothy, so do you have a favorite stage place? And here's a question we don't typically ask really. But do do you and your husband ever go to stage plays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, Um, you know, growing up doing it, your love mm -hmm. for it, I assume, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, he grew up in New York, not in the city, on Long Island. Okay. Um, Nice. But, uh, you know, once in a while, they would go into the city when they got old enough and and see Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see any real shows until I was in high school, um, and I joined the theater department. Um, and we would go on theater trips to New York and see Broadway shows. Like the first time I went to New York, I was like 15, I think. And I was just like, oh my God, I love this place. I love, oh my, I just fell in love with New York City because I grew up in California. I love California, but oh my God, if I could be by coastal and live in both places, I totally would. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, um, so we both love, we go to New York, like, Every couple of years and see Mm -hmm. Broadway and see family while we're there. We're probably going to go back. um, 
by this Christmas, I think, I hope. Hey. Yeah. Um, hey. Trying to plan a trip this year because it's been a couple years. And um, and there's so many great gems to see now. I, I see place here. We see stuff here, too. Um, I just got a ticket to see Beetlejuice. Hey. I was just—I was waiting to mention Beetlejuice because no, I went. Look, I, I'm sorry, but I went to New York last year just to yeah. see Beetlejuice on. Oh Broadway. my god! It was, was it was my first time going to New York by myself, and I had wow. so much fun watching it. And we're, we're, we live here in Virginia, and Beetlejuice is coming here in December. Ooh. So wow. I'm so excited to go see it again. But continue your story. I'm sorry. I just oh got yeah, super no, 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 yeah. Oh. So so I bought a ticket. You know, um. We, we we like to see shows together, but you know if he's usually like not available because of his work schedule or whatever. Um, so once in a while we'll see something all of us here together. But um, like if there's something I want to see and nobody can go, I'm just gonna buy one ticket for myself, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like like Beetlejuice. And <clears throat> oh, and interestingly, he just forwarded me this thing for this little theater called the Wallace. Um, it's in Beverly Hills. It's a, I don't know how many, I don't know, 500 seats at the most. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, uh, we, I had seen a play there before. And there's going to be uh, a talk with Patrick Stewart. Ooh, nice. Like, That's this awesome. theater. I'm like, holy shit. I went right on the website. Oh, my God. Is there one, 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 one? Well, there's one. There's one. The tickets were selling out really fast. Of so course, I bought myself yeah. one ticket. And then I went and read about it, and it's not just him talking about himself. He's going to be interviewed by Jonathan Frakes. Wow. <laughs> oh, my That's God, dope. I get two for one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, That's sorry. Dope. I'm, like, freaking out. Um, no, that's cool. It's it's cool to freak out. I'd be freaking out, too. Yeah, that's that's a pretty sweet show. Yeah. Now, is, uh, I take it the Wallace, is there, I mean, is there such thing as a hole-in-the-wall theater? Or is it? Is this a well-known little place? Obviously, this is a well-known, beautiful, you know, well-funded theater. There, there are, uh, <laughs> there are theaters uh, that, according to the contract that they're under, they have to be ninety-nine seats or less. Mm. Wow! I would call them hole-in-the-wall theaters, but some yeah. of them are very, very nice. Mm. Um, others. Uh, are truly hole in the walls, and we call them ninety nine cent theaters um, because they're just yeah no <laughs> yeah starter outers that where people go to start so. them out or because they're well yeah like oh you mean like not the theater that uh, Martha and uh, what is his name is it Jonathan Wayne. What was Bruce's dad? Oh, yeah, you talk, yeah, like uh, I can't remember the name of Batman's theater. parents got taken out? Oh, my God, this guy. I mean, it ain't like, it ain't one of those theaters, is it? Like, I no. mean, I hope I not. know what you're no. talking about, yeah. dude, but no. you got to be no, more specific. It's just, uh, you know, um, everybody wants to act. Everybody yeah, right. wants to perform in this town. So they, like, put up little theaters wherever there's a space. And some of these places only have, like, 40 or 50 seats. And they're they're very um, I mean I don't know if they're uh, with the fire code or what's going on. Yeah. So, but you know, so yeah, hmm. I I, uh, <laughs> I want to help you people, but <laughs> my my twenty dollars is not going to fix that leaky faucet over exactly. there. Exactly. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. So I want to ask because you know we both got excited about uh, Beetlejuice the musical. I want to know, like, are you excited for Beetlejuice 2? You know, it's been something that's been rumored to be happening for years. And I 
didn't fu- even know. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking Beetlejuice to a movie? A movie, yeah. yeah. Oh Michael my Keaton. God. Yep. Seriously? Yeah, Michael Keaton, uh, Winona Ryder, yep. uh, Jenna Ortega. She's going to be oh uh, Lydia's daughter in the movie. Yeah. Whoa, wow. Okay, no, I haven't really heard anything about this. So, mm, hey, well, you I'm heard saying, it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> the people that were, I think they were trying to, were they haunting the house? That's what they were doing, right? Yes. They died yeah, Gina Davis and yeah, um, I think she's Alex, Gina Davis and Alex Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were haunting yeah. the house. Yeah, well, I think she back? signed on too. I think she is. Uh-huh. I don't know about Alex Baldwin. Oh, he has to. If she's there, he's got to be there. I know he has all of that stuff going on right now, so I don't know. But yeah, it it would be cool if he if he could be in it again. I mean, because like Beetlejuice was a classic, and then you had the cartoon back in the early nineties too. (laughs) It's like Beetlejuice is just one of those things. It's like as soon as I saw that the musical was coming back after the pandemic. You know, I'm somebody I love to dress up when I go to theaters, right? So you know, I had on the lime green shirt, the black tie. (laughs) I had a black top hat. And when they come here in December, <laughs> I was telling my friends, I was just like, yo, I'm going to get some lime green pants and I'm going to get like a black and white striped shirt. Just because yeah. I feel like you you got to go all out when you go to musicals, you know. So I wanted to uh, ask you now, mm-hmm. because you said, you know, you sing, you love to do art, you love going to theaters. Like, what are some of your hobbies that you enjoy doing when you're not voice acting? Some of your other hobbies that you enjoy doing? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I have no other hobbies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Got it. laughs> I don't have time for hobbies anymore. Do you know how many streaming channels there are? Oh uh, my yeah. god! Uh, <laughs> I talk about this to the my you know co-hosts and stuff. I talk to them about that week in and week out. It's everywhere. It's oh. literally everywhere. No. Uh, yeah, it's insane. People are constantly saying, "Oh, you have to watch this show. Oh, you have to watch this show." And I'm no. like, well, yeah. "Okay." Add that to the list, honey. Um, <laughs> is there so much? Um, the the only hobby I have anymore is is reading. I've always mm. also liked reading books. So, um, in fact, the books are pushing us out of our condo. We have so many books. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, I, I mean, every bookshelf is full, and and we keep buying more books. So now they're just kind of on the coffee table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, let me ask you this uh, to piggyback off of you having so many books to mm-hmm. all of our listeners and viewers. Like, what is a book that you would recommend for them to read? Like, say if they don't read books at all and you want to recommend them like a really good story to get them started. Well, I mean, it's a, not everyone is going to have the same taste as me, um, but there's a series um, that starts with a book called Cinder. And uh, I, I think it's like five or six books. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's about uh, it's like a Cinderella story. But uh, it's like it has to they're like partial androids and there's like space. And there's oh, all like kinds sci-fi. of like incre- yeah. it's like it's like sci fi Cinderella. And yeah. this and they have like some of them have like powers. It's just really oh, yeah. I, I loved it. I, I read Cinder and I couldn't put it down. I just read it, read it, read it, read it. Where's the next book? What's the next book? I gotta have it right now. So good. Yeah, I just looked it up. And it, like it. it's crazy because I don't know why. I've never heard of this book before. But as soon as you said sender, like when I started typing it in, I didn't type in S-E-N-D-E-R. 
I actually, I actually typed in C I N D and then it popped up. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's really cool. It's like, see, we like this, we, you know, because we we the Kotsky, we the Kotsky. Uh, we that's right. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I I have many um, book recommendations, but also with names, book titles. If I read it like a year ago, I might not remember the title. Yeah. I'll remember the plot. And I'm, they'll say, well, what, what is the book called? I'm like, um, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people are I like can't that. Remember. You can remember detail, especially when you do it, you know, at a high rate like you do. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna, I know. Yeah. At all. But, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I was at a, a convention, I don't know how many, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually had a moderator for this panel who was asking us, stuff that was unrelated and one of them was like you know what's a favorite book that you read recently and uh i happened to have read this book called pachinko and i i pretty much loved it it's a it's like a it's a story that takes place in south korea and in japan and it's like a generational thing and um i don't know it, it was really good they they actually made a tv series out of it now there's a tv series of pachinko but back then I, since I can't remember titles, since I had just finished reading this book, I could actually say, oh, yeah, I read this book called Pachinko. Because if he'd asked me, you know, and I, you know, was on the book before Edwin, um, it was really good. It was about, I don't know, I don't know, titles. Forget it. That's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, when I'm reminding people um, of, of something like that I read, you know, it's just I go off of details most of the time, especially me personally. Um, I walk around for a living post office. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a lot of things on audible. And during the fall season, I always do Stephen King. I just listen mm. to Bram Stoker's Dracula and they just, Stephen King, I think it's just, unless you listen to it or read it, he's so good at narrating his writing. Really? I just think it's wow. so his word choices. I don't know how to explain it. It's just his detail yeah. to things. It's yeah. like it, for example. But if you're reading it, it'll just what? suck you right in. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I it has to, any... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go I, I used to read Stephen right. King. I yeah. read a lot of his books. Yeah. Um, and uh, But it reached a point where it was like, you know what? I, I don't want to be scared anymore. I can't be scared. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. It's just his, his storytelling. I'm, is I'm just, done being scared. Yeah. He takes you there. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, wow. Uh, the last one I listened to, or yeah, was Misery. So, which is a very, you know, that's a crazy yeah. one. I mean, they're okay. all kind of crazy. I mean, they're yeah. all kind of crazy. Yeah, you got to get out of the horror genre every once in a while. You can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. be locked in the closet like him. Um, I, do, I do have a question, a little fun question. Mm-hmm. Now, with you and your husband both doing voice work, do, mm-hmm. you have, do you guys ever mess with each other? Like when you're home, just make weird noises and stuff? Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you told me he's a voice. Oh, come on. I'm like, I, I'd be like, I'm a you know, I mean? I know. I'd that bad way out every time I could. Hey, honey, what's your breakfast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I don't okay. know. All right. What? Well, I mean, is there is there any moments that you could share with us that was just super funny to you? Has he ever hit behind a door and you walk in, close the door, and he's just like, pepper bread, gotcha, no. and just run off? I mean. no. <laughs> no, not really. But uh, we have this we have this little thing where he he likes to sing little songs around the house, um, and he, he always gets the lyrics wrong. 
and uh, and I always correct him, and he never remembers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. whether, whether it's the lyrics are wrong or the tune is a little bit wrong. And I, I can't, it's just a thing we do. Like, wait, oh. what is one example? This is an example. Oh, there's this song called Number Nine Dream by John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And it goes, um, so long ago. And he'll go, so long ago. And I'm like, it's not that. It is not that. <laughs> <laughs> long ago goes down. <laughs> He goes up. Yeah. Nice, nice. I like it. We do that all the time. And, you know, I just want to say thank you so much for singing because, you know, we love singing up here. Well, at least I do. You know, D and Trav, like, they just like to chill. I don't. It's just his choices. It's more the choices than anything. But, uh, you know, I want to ask you, Mrs. Fawn, because you voice so many characters, like, in your career. Like, has there ever been a character that you voice where... It's like you were just so moved by voicing that character. Is there like one or two that come to mind? Um, <clears throat> well, there I in Mer- I think it was Meryl. There was a there was one time because you try to be in control, right? Because yeah. yeah. you 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 need to be in control. Like you learn how to fake cry and stuff like that. But um, the director said okay yeah you know that sounded great that sounded like you know great great anime crying but um i really want i want you to really cry in this thing and i'm like really um and they're like yeah you know just pretend like you're doing it on stage you know i want you to find the place and like really cry and i'm like okay are we gonna break for lunch after this then because my everything will be done if i really cry Mm -hmm. you know water everything stuffed up blowing whatever so, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was Meryl. I think it was Meryl. And uh, I just, I did the scene. I did the, I did it like if I was doing it on stage where you like find the place that's real, really real, super real. And, uh, and I really cried. And then yeah. I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I'm done. <laughs> I, we got to go away for an hour and have lunch if you want me to record anything else. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Meryl is definitely, that what comes to mind. Just yeah. knowing the story, you know, we're nerds. So yeah, we know yeah, the yeah. story. <laughs> and just thinking about what happens to her, what she goes through, it makes sense. Um, yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. That's In fact, you know, since that time, uh, and that was years and years and years ago, since that time, over the years, um, I have found that that place comes to me way more easily. That, you mm. know, because I used to try and suppress it. Now it's like I, I try and let it happen mm-hmm. to a point, to a point of control so that I don't you know, get everything full of snot and, and yuck and yeah, everything. But, uh, yeah, but but yeah, so that you uh, you get to a place where it feels more real to you and I hope that yeah. it sounds more real also. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy that you uh you know said that when it comes to crime because we had interviewed uh actress Shell Ramos and y'all can check out her interview it is on the podcast. This is before we were doing video so there is no video interview for it unfortunately. But she was telling us about a time where she was uh, acting in a scene with uh, Al Pacino and they needed her to cry in the movie. And she Mm -hmm. was telling us something about I think it was called like fake tears or something that they they put under your eyes. So that way. Yeah. It's it's so that way, you know, in scenes where they require uh, you to cry. Like yeah, it just automatically starts. Yeah, yeah, it automatically starts crying for you. And like she, 
pretty much it was something similar to what you were just saying, where it's just like it was something that came out of her that was able to make her cry without mm-hmm. needing those tears. And it made it look more real. And yeah. so what you were oh, saying about like, you know, needing to cry for that scene, it's so much better when it's natural compared yeah. to when it's fake, because it's just yeah. like you can tell when somebody's fake crying, uh, the crocodile yeah. tears, you know, what's interesting. I think, uh, I think I've, I find it easier because I had to do it on stage so much. Um, in fact, there's this one show that I did. I don't know if you know, a musical called the fantastics. Mm. Um, I played the, the lead girl, Louisa, in three different productions of that show. It was like that, uh, if you want to talk perfect casting, I guess I was like the perfect person for that part. That's why I kept getting cast in that show. But she, um, near the end of the show, she um, she sings, and I would always cry in this, at the end of the show in this one song. But I don't know why. My right eye would not cry. It mm. would water. My left eye, the tear would just roll down my face mm. in every single production. I don't know why it was so strange, but, um, Master but wow, I, I, there was no technique. I was just feeling the feels and the left eye just rolled. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe your left eye is a little softer than your right eye. I, mean, I guess so. You know? My right eye is like, <laughs> it's, a little more sissy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, so this guy. So, uh, this is fine. So we are here at the end of our interview, and D he always has these two wrap up questions that he Thank loves you, to Kisa ask. Man. Oh no! I'll take it from here. <laughs> oh my god! He has these oh, two wrap up questions, but yeah, D go ahead and take it from here. Well, you're, you're very special because you did uh, Kanan. So I'm gonna ask you: Do you have any last words? <laughs> no. Um, wow. First question for you: Favorite '80s or '90s movie, or both, if you have one of each. Um, 80s uh, would be a tie between Back to the Future and Ooh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Easy class. Uh, Good choices. Yeah, easy. 90s? Easy class. I don't know. I do not know. Um, this is a decade that exists in my mind, and <laughs> I have I cannot find names of titles of movies. Just, just, thought, <laughs> just say Jurassic Park. Like there was so else. much stuff that came <laughs> out in the Jurassic, 90s. Okay, Jurassic Park was a revelation. Holy yes. Yeah, when I saw sweet. that movie, I was just like, oh, my God. Wow. And I watched Steven Spielberg. He uh-huh. got tricks. Yeah. He got tricks mm-hmm. and teams. Um, that was amazing. Yes. Second question, uh, Miss Dorothy. Um, growing up, was there anything that spooked you, scared you, stayed with you? Whether it was creepy lullaby, creepy dolls in someone's house, um, the way the shadow was cast off a tree walking home. Well, yeah, everybody got something. <laughs> uh, um, you know what? I hadn't thought about this in a long time. When you said that, like, whatever. When I stayed at my grandmother's house, um, there were, I don't know, like the shadows through the curtains where I was sleeping, it looked like there was a guy standing right outside. Oh, and I, I, it would freak me out. And I'd be like, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it was Nagato. He was just like, Come with me. <laughs> Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, yeah, um, 
thank you so much. Great answers, as, yes. as always. I love, you know, they're just original questions, you know? That's right. You never right know on. when somebody's going to say scared. So that's why I love asking. Back to you, Captain. Yeah. Yeah, so Mrs. Fawn, thank you so much for joining us up here. We had so much fun interviewing you. Yes, thanks and, for having uh, me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So before we let you go, let everybody yes. in social media land know where they can find you at. I am on Twitter at Dorothy Fawn, and I'm Dot Fawn on Instagram. Awesome. I don't do Facebook. I can't face it. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun interview, D. That that was awesome. The Akatsuki, we were yes. all here. Sorry. <laughs> hey, so does that mean that Trav is Naruto or is he Sasuke? Oh. <laughs> he went, he went, hey, Trav went on the secret mission. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, he, went, he was looking mission. for Killer D. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, man. What an episode. We did it again. Um, always a good time here, man. That's what we did. That's true, man. And it, it's like I always say, you know, we're here to, you know, find out more about the voice actors and actors that we interview. And we want to ask them questions that you guys may want to know more about them, stuff that you don't know about them. You know, I mean, like there's some of your favorite voice actors in anime, video games and cartoons. And, you know, we're going to ask the questions and uh, we're going to keep the ball rolling. So with that being said, D, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at find me as always at rebellious double underscore d23 instagram.com and thanks if they need a hero where can they find me hey well before i say where you can find me at make sure that you follow our co-host trav who is on that secret mission right now you can follow him on twitter at travvoice zk and then that is also his letterbox too where what does he always say d where he's ranting and uh, rating rate, movies. Ranking and rating movies. Uh, I said ranting. <laughs> ranting. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I mean, he does thing. sometimes. He be ranting about movies. Maybe he yeah. was drunk when he did it. <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> ranting and rating. But yeah, you can find him on his Twitter and his letterbox at uh, that social. And then you can also find him on Instagram at uh, CK Audio. Audio. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at King Benji underscore banks on tiktok twitter and instagram you can find me on facebook at benjamin banks i should be the first person to pop up if not then i need to contact mr zuckerberg thank you all again for listening to this brand new episode make sure that you follow mrs fawn on all of her social media accounts and check out to see what con she's going to be at and when you run into her at a con let her know that you listen to the interview up here on leveling up with benjamin banks and if you feel like taking her some breadsticks take her some breadsticks as well because she does love pasta and Make sure that you follow all the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Leveling Up Banks. If you are feeling generous and would love to donate to us, our Patreon is at Leveling Up Banks as well. And thank you to our patrons who do donate to us because you help us. You help us. You know what? I'm going to say it like Kisame. You help us out there when it comes to trying to capture Naruto. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So... With that being said, keep that pinky up. Stay positive. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.